are a W-2 capitalist. You are addressing the gap between your successful, fulfilling W-2 job and building wealth for your family through real estate investing. You are ready to earn, invest, repeat. Welcome to the W-2 Capitalist Podcast. Now, let's get to work. Here's your host, Jay Helms. Good morning, sir. How are you? What's up, man? How are you doing? Uh, I am okay. <laughs> Running around a little bit. Yeah. Sorry, let me put my headphones in. I forgot about that part. That's cool. All right. Yeah, okay. Cool. Representing CrossFit this morning. I hear you, man. That's right, man. <laughs> Got to, always. How's it going? Great. It really is going good. I'm, uh, I'm a little all over the place this morning just for uh you know do you ever have those days where you get up you're like okay i've got these five things i want to knock out yeah and you don't get any of them done well you got all of them done no no, no. <laughs> it's it's not any of them but it's i'm nowhere near uh, you know the thing i don't well and it's a my own fault because i don't do a really good job of keeping up with paying insurance <laughs> i mean we we and and i've done a bad job of setting this up something you you know think about going forward but our insurance plans are all over the place like literally there's probably for every property we have a different insurance agent yeah different broker whatnot so and i've done a very poor job of keeping track of those and making sure because they don't always at least the ones i use they don't always say hey it's coming up for renewal right so the one i'm dealing with now this is not on an actual property but it's on some jewelry and stuff we have here and, and uh, but they don't do a very good job of like, I just got the e- an email. Hey, your policy lapse on the 16th. I was like, yeah, it's the 19th. Yeah. We need, we need you to sign this quote and send us a check. Okay. So, you know, I, I see that this morning and I'm like, okay, well that's probably text priority here. Cause anyway, so I, I'd have to take care of, but you know, just little curveballs like that. You get up, you get sidetracked. But that, to me, when that came in, that's, that's the most important thing I have to do right now. So yeah. But anyway. Well, cool, man. No, it's it's always hard with that because I feel like every insurance company is going to give you a different quote too. So you have to be kind of an active shopper. At least yeah. my dad's an insurance agent and and him. So I kind of know a little bit about that. But it's crazy, kind of. Yeah you can get the widest range of quotes. It's not, you know, I mean, it's competitive, but it's also like vast, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You'd think it'd be more, a little bit more, um, exactly. Apples and oranges kind of comparison or apples and apples comparison, but it's not either on the, I don't know. So what's going on with you, man? It's been about a month or so since we talked. Yeah. I'm a, man i think i think a lot's happened since uh since i've talked to you <laughs> yeah. i've learned a lot of lessons i don't know since we've talked if um we talked financing but i've learned uh an llc is not really gonna get a fixed rate anywhere uh right. for financing <laughs> and uh man i was just like for a week just trying to figure that out because all i could get were you know uh on mortgages as adjustable rates and some balloons and i'm like did not want to do that. Like it was like crushing me. And then I had to like step back and be like, okay, there's clearly a reason for this. Like, let's figure out how everybody else has done it. Yeah. 
so um you know, we played around with like private you know submarkets fixed 30 years but man it was like seven thousand six thousand dollars in closing mm. on a house that's going to cost us 72 to purchase i'm like i'm not you know yeah 10 percent of our equity that i'm paying closing costs yeah. i'm like, I'm about to do that so <laughs> a business partner and i just decided on a on a five-year balloon honestly um and gotcha. didn't really want to do it but we honestly think we'll we'll pay the thing off in five years too if we keep getting these properties as well as our cash flowing um and if it you know if it does balloon and heaven forbid the interest rates like eight percent it'll be eight percent on a lot less money than what we originally went for so um nothing in the world not what we want to do but you know the lesson learned uh yeah <laughs> I uh, actually didn't know that moving in. I, you know, I thought it'd be as easy as, oh yeah, LLC, sure. It's two people. You can do a personal guarantee, 30 year fix, very make conventional. Sure. Why not? You know, but, uh, not, man, you get in, you, you put any kind of, uh, if it's non-personal at all, even, even single member LLCs, right. Same way. Right. So any kind of corporate structure or, um, uh, commercial loan, it's going to have that you're not going to get as many years amortization as, as like a traditional and the interest rate is going to be higher. Yeah. That's what it is. So um, we actually got a, we actually got a good deal with this guy from Birmingham. He's uh, given us just a half percent loan origination fee and then like the standard stuff with appraisal and, you know, attorney fees, but uh, it's five, 5% uh, balloon five years and amortize over 25 years. So yeah. it's, pretty good i'm more yeah. happy with it. it's the best we found so how, um, how anyway. much did you have to shop around for that dude oh my gosh uh <laughs> honestly I, you know you know the story of the prodigal son who like goes out and like thinks he knows everything and then he comes home or whatever <laughs> that's yeah. uh i talked to him honestly like one of the first like few people i talked to and i was like sorry this is like not what we're looking for yeah you, you know he was totally right in the beginning but it was like circled the wagons back and like, <laughs> ended up back at him <laughs> I, was, I was like man i'm sorry i just feel like a you know apology like you're you I mean you're obviously right so like let's talk like explain this to me so i don't know i had to come around to it we looked at like a seven-year fix but it just had a higher interest rate and, yeah you know we crunched the numbers it just made sense for us to do the five because honestly a lot a lot can happen in five years five years ago i was just moving to birmingham and opened up a crossfit gym and i'm two properties deep now so i'm like well we can pay this thing off no so, big deal yeah uh so five years ago i had not or what month are we in july five years ago i had not started investing yet really mm -hmm. dang yeah. man that's that's impressive yeah so um Oh, like you said, a lot can happen in five years. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. That, uh, that leads me to my next question for you. Um, <laughs> I, I actually have it written down here, my strategy. How do I accelerate my process? So I guess let me, let me flesh that out a little bit. Like okay. my, my strategy, I think, you know, I know you deal with a lot of people, so I'll just give it a little fresher, but it's, you know, we like these Section 8 properties right now. I want to get 10 of them. Right. And I want to keep about five. And with the other five, I'll either pull equity out, sell, you know, 1031 it up into some multi. That's kind of how I view myself scaling this. Um, I'm a business partner. That's how we've sat down and talked about it. Um, you know, we want to do that quote unquote until the well one runs dry. We feel like we have a really, really niche, cool thing going on with, um, our, the guy who provides us the properties. Like I said, super close friend, 
um, just an incredible guy and he's just a good dude and he's done really good business with us the, the first go around with the first property that I bought with my father-in-law and we're going to like start doing this with ourselves my business partner and I you know I feel like I need to continue to do that because I feel like I'm in such a good fortunate situation to do that um, but at the same time it's like I feel like by doing that strategy it's like all right you know save up eight to ten thousand dollars each then put that as your down payment and then repeat and then repeat but it's like i feel like i'm just stuck and that doesn't feel fast enough so maybe it's like okay you just need a little more patient or is it okay there's these and these and these strategies because i mean i just finished this millionaire real estate investor book it was incredible i'd highly recommend it. i'm sure you've read it um there's a couple different strategies in there talking about um let me see. I had this one dog-eared actually to ask you about um, buying limited partnership interests in real estate. Like one of the people in this book they interviewed, that's like how they did it. They found people who had limited partnership and like, hey, we'll buy your share. So like, how do you even begin to do that? Or how do you even begin to legally structure partnering in deals with people? Like, you know, I don't even know. Like, how do you even bring someone in and say, you know, if you will give you this much equity to be a limited partner, but we'll handle all of it. I mean, how what do you, do you recommend? That? Yeah. How do you, what do you recommend? What do you, what do you think is a way for me to accelerate? Is it just an issue of Ben, you got a good thing, just chill out or, you know, what are your thoughts on all that? Uh, so you unpacked a lot there. All right. So yeah. Sorry. Go. I unloaded it. It's good. It's good. It's good. Uh, so I was writing as many notes as I, I could down. So, your goal is 10, 10 units. Is that right? For right now. And I feel like that'll put us in a good spot to really start to get to multis, duplexes, okay. or quad, really higher than that quads to, you know, small apartment complexes. Okay. So is there an end date on those 10 when you want to acquire those 10 units? Honestly, just, kind of just, Hey, when we get to 10 units, we're going to reassess. Uh, we're going to get to 10 units and reassess, but our proper, our, our, our goals were to basically uh, buy one property this year okay. minimum. And then the next year is a minimum of two. And the year after that is a minimum of four. I gotcha. That, that's our like goal. Right. And so okay. we hope that as these things continue to cash flow, that'll expedite us, you know, to buy more and more properties, more and more down payments. And y'all are right. You're about to close on, you're one. Well, we have a property we've got financing in. We're waiting for underwriting to come back. Uh, the property won't be ready until <laughs> probably about four weeks from now. But yes, it's it means it's ours when we want it. And if it's not, there's going to be three others ready. So okay. it's basically so, as fast as we can get funds. Gotcha. So there's a couple of things. Um, when I set goals, I don't say by the end of the year, right? Because to me, that's an unrealistic date, right? Mm -hmm. It's by the end of 2019, you know, you get more specific goals become real, more real for me. So, you know, by the end of 2019, I want to do this. Also I want to encourage you that once you hit your goal, don't be afraid to readjust it. Right. So I'm a big fan of the 12 week year. Um, I think it's Brian Moran. I referenced that book so many times. I don't you know. Why I'm not more confident on who the author is, but I, I think it's Brian Moran and you know, he focuses on, really i think his tagline is getting more done in, in 12 weeks than most people do in a year because of that concept and it really breaks it down into daily and weekly tasks 
and it, I adopted this principle about a year and a half ago and it's tremendously changed my life really. Yeah. So I would recommend that, you know, cause one <clears throat> having that one property may be, um, by the end of 2019 may be a really shallow goal. Right. I mean, you mm -hmm. gotta, so it, there's a Rick, I don't know if you're familiar with the Rick Rigsby, but he's a motivational speaker now. He's really, he's a guy that can get my attention. Right. And I feel like I go to church every time I listen to him. Yeah. Uh, he's this big black guy. He's got kind of a Southern accent, but he's from California or it's weird, but uh, I really enjoy hearing him. And he's, his book is uh, lessons from a, a third grade dropout where he talks about his father and everything that his father is doing. But he talks and one of his quotes in there, uh, I think he's quoting his dad is, you know, guys it, it, where his dad's talking to him and his brother, he says, sons, I'll never have a problem if you make a big goal and miss, but I'm going to have a real issue if you set a small goal and hit. Right. Yeah. So just think about that. Maybe one is too much. Maybe one is not enough. Right. For this yeah. year. So, and it's an exercise. So I definitely recommend reading the 12 week year. I also send you the link to, to Rick Rigsby's motivational uh, speech that he gives at this uh, commencement uh, ceremony. But, um, but, but think about that and get specific on your goals, right? So put a, put a very specific date on it. Um, the other thing, sorry. The other thing, um, the guy, you said something about a guy that provides you Section 8 uh, yeah. properties. So tell me about that. Is this a wholesaler that specializes in Section 8, or how do you know? Yeah, so, yeah, this is a guy, remember I told you, it was kind of like we were talking, you're like, man, this sounds like a scam. And I was telling you, like, well, I know it sounds like a scam, but it's really, I mean, okay. so <laughs> I treat it as a patient. He's one of my patients. I'm physical. Okay. And right. we just became really close friends, went you know heard a lot of his story my story his, his daughter went to my crossfit gym for a while we just became close and, and um, so he he gets properties from wholesalers he you know has the pays tons of money in marketing saying you know we buy ugly houses etc gotcha okay um, he gets properties has his crews flip some gets some turnkey ready and then sells them rents them out to investors okay. so okay. um just because of that, you know, he wants to bring us into deals earlier to do a couple burrs just so his money isn't so tied up. Um, yeah. But we'll pay a, like a premium on that just because he's paying advertising dollars for us, which I get, but sure. we're still going to get a really a, a good rate on it. I mean, yeah. and, and we'll get, we're going to get, we'll get this one house. It'll probably appraise for about 84. We're probably going to buy it for 73 and it'll cash flow at nine fifty a month. So I mean, like numbers wise, it just even if I bought it on the market at eighty four, numbers wise, it still makes sense. Um, so you said cash flow at nine fifty. Sorry, I didn't. Yeah, it'll, yeah. It'll, it'll <laughs> make sure we're clear. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Early morning. No, it's fine. It's fine. Gross, gross income would be nine fifty, but you, yeah, you know, cash flow will be what it is, right? So, yeah. um, okay. Well, the other thing you talk, you asked about is how do you get um, more money, right? Or basically how do you speed the process up? Um, and this is something you talk to your banker about, you know, the guy that you found and, and just build a relationship with him and, and see what their seasoning period is. Right. So 
for example, you, there are hard money lenders out there. Uh, I've never dealt with hard money. I know guys who do, and I know on both ends of that, they uh, buy properties with hard money. And I know guys who offer hard money. So basically the hard money guys uh, will, are going to provide you the money to close on the deal with a set that you're going to pay them back uh, in a specific amount of time. Right. Sometimes it's interest only. Um, that's kind of the best deal, but it's a higher interest rate than you can, than you could get at a bank because they're giving you an option that you can't get anywhere else. Right. Right. So talk to your banker to find out what the seasoning period is to say, Hey, if I buy this house using a hard money lender, get a tenant in there and it shows, you know, what it's doing, how long do I have to wait to refinance to, so I can pay the hard money guy back get a better loan on it so my cash flow improves, right? And he'll give you some idea, maybe six months, maybe a year. Some banks, it may be a month. I mean, really. Right. Um, and that could help. And then you gotta start finding hard money lenders, right? Yeah. Um, the other thing about that is... Um, so let me ask yeah, you a question. Yeah, yeah. The hard money would be for the total amount to literally purchase a house clean cleared yeah. and free not yeah. just yeah okay yeah. so the hard money and, lender will be and it would uh, he'll be the bank essentially you'll pay yeah. him he'll be first lien position on the property right mm -hmm. we've looked at that for the burr method where you would either yeah. do a line of credit or hard money lender but yeah. i've heard i've heard like you said the hard monies could be up to 18 20 percent you know yeah yeah shop again shop around just like you know, yeah like we were talking about earlier shop around yeah. you're gonna find all okay. the spectrum um, but yeah, so, uh, was, was that your question? I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Just like how to accelerate. I mean, I get the burn method. I've never done it, but like, uh, I get that that's a great way to do it. And I just want to make sure there's nothing that I am not thinking about that could expedite this process. Yeah. Uh, I want to, I don't know. It's like, I feel what like thing? I have training wheels on and like, I want to like actually learn how to ride. And I feel like that the thing that is limiting the most is you know money i guess yeah you know? and, no, and opportunities are there and it's it's just kind of like crap man let's go <laughs> yeah so so back to your goal setting uh i think one for this year is way too low for you if yeah. you're this excited about it and you're, you've already had some success with it I, I think once because or at least with me right if i set a set a goal of um, now I haven't set a goal of how many units I want by the end of the year. I've been more focused on growing the podcast and, you know, yeah. Facebook users and stuff like that and the mastermind as well. But, um, I set these really big goals. At least I think they're really big goals when I start that 12 week cycle. And then damn it, if I don't hit, if I haven't been hitting two thirds of those, right. So I'm thinking, yeah. okay, maybe I didn't push myself enough. So, um, one of the quotes that I love, and I can't remember where I, I found it, but progress is greater than perfection, right? And if you're being perfect, you're not pushing yourself hard enough. Yeah. So I, I would really challenge you, especially with your, you feel like you have the training wheels, you, you're coming about having training wheels on, just want to run. Yeah. I would really challenge you to, to reassess. Okay. Not what's realistic. What do I want to do? Right. As far as how many units do I want to own by the end of this year? Um, 
and go after it. It's going to change your mindset of the way you look at things and, and kind of where, what you think needs to be done. Right. Yeah. Because it'll change the conversations you're having. It'll change the people you're hanging around with. Um, because you'll want to find those people who are interested in what you're doing, who may have a little bit more financial success and have, may have some money sitting in a bank or somewhere that's not doing a whole lot for them. Yeah. Right. And that's where the conversation gets fun because then you can start structuring things. Either you find you a hard money lender or you um, structure another partnership, right? Or bring them on. Uh, and that's when things start accelerating. So when you, when you say bring someone another partnership, are you meaning create another entity for another person or just combine X person and then what I have already created, put them together in, in the lease? Is that yeah. how you would do it? It depends. Okay. Right? So if it's, if it's, uh, if you and your, the guy you're working with now are good with the relationship you'll have, and y'all still want to start doing deals, just the two of you, I would keep that LLC partnership together. Yeah. And then you bring on a third one, start another one, right? It's going to make the books a lot easier. It's going to make your CPA bill. Not so much, not so high. Um, but yeah, but the thing is, you got to start with having the conversation. Mm -hmm. you got to find out what works for you and what works for the person coming in. Right. And realizing you're going to be the guy bird dogging, bringing down the deals. You're going to provide them a certain return on their money, whatever's uh, whatever they're looking for or whatever you guys agree to. Sometimes that's not the same thing. Right. 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 Um, But it really all starts with just having that conversation. And it's, it's amazing. You know, I, I've got a, uh, uh, oh man, I just lost my train of thought. I would like to say it's because it's been this early, but I've been up for a couple of hours now. So, um, yeah, I saw your post about being out before the moon went down. Yeah. You know, sometimes I went, um, I don't work out a whole lot. Okay. I'm not in the best shape and talking to you, you got your CrossFit shirt on. I would be embarrassed to wear a CrossFit shirt because, you know, I just, I'm not the guy. But so I try to get up and I try to do a workout to wake my mind up, you know, wake my body yeah. up. And, um, you know, here in Florida, it's humid as hell. <laughs> yeah. And I'll, so sometimes I'll uh, go out and uh, do a little, uh, it's either a little one mile jog or some about a 10 minute hit workout outside. And this morning I was sweating like crazy, dude. It was probably 90 degrees and 90% humidity at four four thirty this morning. So, um, I can't imagine going and doing it now, but anyway, that's all I can do. Right. But it wakes me up. Yeah. And no excuse for me losing my train of thought, but yeah, raising money is, is what I found is just about having a conversation, right. And starting that conversation. And as quick as you find that conversation is going to no- go nowhere, don't waste your time. You know, there, there yeah. are guys that there are friends of mine have been lifelong friends, but I don't chat with them and I don't talk with them a whole lot now because I know they're not interested. Right now we're connected because of our previous experience and that it took me a while to say, okay, I can't drag them along if they don't want to come. Yeah. I got to, you know, change my focus because we, we have a limited amount of time. Um, especially when you start having kids, it's, mm-hmm. it's going to get even more uh, strict. So, um, one of the challenges, you know, you can do for yourself and maybe you're already doing this is, all right, I'm going to talk to five new contacts a day, whatever the number is, right? 
five new contacts a day, tell them what I'm doing. And that's it. And then schedule some follow up or ask them if they've ever done it. Do they know anybody who's interested, somebody you should talk to? Uh, and it'll, I think you'll be amazed at how many people you do know in your circle that are looking for this type of investment vehicle, right? Yeah. Social media is a good piece place for that as well. Now I know in your day job, you've got a lot of personal touch with people and I don't know if there's crossing of the lines, you know, if, if a patient comes in, you're treating them and you start having this conversation with them, but there's probably a way for you to do that without yeah. crossing those lines. You know, Hey, let me tell you about this part. Let me tell you about this section eight property at this vault, you know? Yeah. And just leave sure, it at that. Sure it goes. Yeah. yeah. But it really starts on, um, uh, just start having the conversation and the more you have it, the more confident you're going to be having that conversation and the confidence that comes out, right. Is what you're looking for. Because once right. you, you know, um, at least sound confident in knowing what you're doing, people are going to start listening a little bit harder, right. And what you're saying. Gotcha. Th those are what, those are the things that are going to help yeah. push, you know, expedite the process for you. The other thing you asked is about buying limited partnerships. Yeah. Uh, I have not actually heard of that before. Yeah. Neither. I was like underline star <laughs> yeah. talk about this later. I literally wrote page 322 and millionaire real estate investor talk to how to question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, so. Um, so I just signed the paperwork and wired the funds to be a limited partner for my first time. Um, it's on 172 unit uh, apartment complex in Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, not Greenville, Alabama. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, there's there's a need for a 172-unit apartment complex in Greenville, Alabama. Yeah. No, there's not that many people there. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's where the whole city's going to live, right? There you um, go. <laughs> Did you do that with someone? Did you partner in that one? Uh, so there is a, a, a group that put the deal together, right? Okay. The general partners. And I found out about it because I know um, I've met – three or four of them personally. Um, and they just reached out and said, Hey, here's the deal. Here's what it looks like. Are you interested in participating? I said, yes. So uh, now I'm a small fish in that pond. Cause I think they had to raise uh, somewhere between three and 5 million. And, but this is my first time being a limited partner. Now I will say on the general partnership side, I've put one deal together um, where we had to raise money <clears throat> and whatnot. And in that structure, um, and so I'll bring that up for two reasons. Number one, we haven't closed. Um, I haven't seen the operating agreement. I don't think, I don't know. I've signed a bunch of paperwork, but I, if I did, I didn't look at it too, too specifically, which is probably bad, <laughs> but I to say. Uh, yeah, well, but the one that's, where I'm a general partner in the apartment complex and where I'm a general partner on in our operating agreement, it talks about uh, if a participant wants to sell their shares, what does that look like? Mm -hmm. um, now I want to go, I'd have to go back and look at the exact verbiage, but I think they have to number one, um, give us the opportunity to, to buy it or the other partners to buy it first. And if mm -hmm. it's a really good deal, 
uh, why wouldn't we do that, right? And I think the, and I want to say that because I think it's um, very common uh, lingo, legal mm -hmm. lingo in there. The other thing was if we don't want to buy it internally uh, through the other partners, then we will have to find somebody that will buy it at the current value, right? So either you're getting, and it, so here's where I'm going with this. Either you're trying to buy something that's really hitting it out of the ballpark, right? Uh, and that's gonna be really expensive. Or you're buying into a deal that's going really bad. It's going really sour. Right. Yeah. So buying, I, I haven't necessarily heard of the limited partnership concept or buying those uh, from people who are participating. It, it, it may be the diamond in the rough. Like if, you know, if, let's just say <clears throat> in my limited partnership, I run into this situation where I'm like, dude, I need the cash, you know, whatever happens, right? I've got to have the cash somebody buy this from me, please. You know, um, that may be a scenario, but yeah. if, if the operating agreement is like the one where I'm a general partner, then, um, it'll go internally first. And if this deal is as good as they claim it's going to be, which I have 90% faith that it is, yeah. um, I probably should say a hundred percent faith, right? Probably. If, I got uh, <laughs> if I'm giving them, um, I'm vibing with you. Yeah then uh, they're going to buy it internally. So I, what I'm saying is I think that's going to be very hard to find. And I don't know yeah. How to find those. Yeah. Right. That would make sense. I mean, I, like I said, I'd never heard of it, but I was like, man, I'll ask because I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to respect your time. I know we're getting close here. I got, can I ask you two last questions? I, yeah, I don't want to yeah. make you late for anything. They should be pretty simple questions. Um, so this week I met with a, this guy who's a big investor. He's, it's pretty apparently a big deal close with Grant Cardone and another guy here that they're like acquaintances and he's got a ton of followers. Anyway, he's here in Murphy's bro. So I went to his office. Um, What's his name? Uh, I don't know. I honestly don't know his last name. It's good time. Tommy GTT. Tom, Tommy something. I can't remember his last name. Good. Real nice guy. Time, Tommy. Yeah. That's like his like hashtag GTT. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I got connected. I did a, uh, like a one month free coaching thing that I got asked to do. So I was like, yeah, I'll try it. And anyway, long story short, I was told to go talk to this guy about real estate and, you know, I had a great conversation and uh, he's super full of energy. He's got great content on his Instagram, but um, you know, he talked to me about like what I'm looking for, kind of explain my story. And he said, well, you know, here's kind of what the Murfreesboro market looks like. You know, you're going to buy a house, 139, 149, somewhere in there and it'll rent for 900 to a thousand. Um, to me, like, I'm like, man, I don't feel like that's a great deal. You know, maybe I'm some noob who doesn't know. And he's like, yeah, this is just a, it's a booming market, which is true. Like Murfreesboro, I think is the 10th largest growing city in America. Um, wow. just because of Nashville forcing people out of there, wow. like people can't afford it. And so yeah. Smyrna, uh, Murfreesboro, all these cities east, you know, and south of, of Murfreesboro getting big. He's like, you know, here we we kind of play appreciation, and everything I've ever read is like appreciation's the cherry on top. It's the icing. It's not the cake. Don't go into the deal banking on appreciation. You need to know you win the deal when, or you need to know you win when you you know get the deal. 
so it's like, you know, it's great. I want to expand my horizons in the Murfreesboro area, but at the same time, I've got a really good thing in Birmingham that I really enjoy. I understand the market, the niche. Um, this to me, and I was going to ask you, I mean, would that sound like a good deal to you in where you are? Because to me, it's like, I don't think the numbers make sense right there for me. So yeah. anyway. Well, you have to, def you know, his, again, what I love about the 12 week here, sorry, I'm stumbling here, um, mm -hmm. is that it allows you to focus on just those 12 weeks, right? And a lot of people will start out the year, you know, the normal New Year's resolution. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's my goals for the year. And they stick to those regardless. Mm -hmm. Think about the 12 week years, it allows you to adjust, right? So if you use 12 weeks out of the year to focus on this goal and you notice the market starts to change, then you change your, your, your focus, right? Um, but for a guy who's just starting out, you know, I don't, I personally don't buy for appreciation. Now we have benefited from mm -hmm. uh, buying three or four years ago, uh, selling off some of those properties. I mean, the duplex we sold, we got like a 428% return on it. It's just unreal, right? Um, but you have to look at things holistically, right? So what is your focus? And you want those to align with a coach. If you get a coach, so there's a difference between a coach and a mentor, right? Yeah. Which is a guy who's going to say, okay, here's your activities for the next five days. Let's, you know, and I'll grade you on those uh, by the yeah. end. Where a mentor is going to say, here's my experience. Here's what I found that works. I'll challenge you to do these things, but I'm not going to grade you on these things kind of thing. Yeah. So if you're looking for a coach, I think it's highly important that you find a coach who you want to follow in their footsteps. Yeah. No. Yeah. And just to be clear, like this is not something I'm pursuing after. Yeah. So <laughs> I got you. I got you. Just throwing that out there. This is just a free thing. So yeah. yeah. But having a mentor, um, you should have multiple, right? So people who have similar experience, but people who are also going to challenge you to think in different ways. Right. Yeah. Um, so appreciation is definitely one play that some of these folks get into. I don't, to me, that is the cherry on top because we are focused on cash flow, right? Because at the end of the day, if you think about not the end of the day, I hate that phrase. Uh, if you think about kind of the downturn of the market in 2008 and 2009, where most people got stung, is they were focused on appreciation. Yeah. Now the, the folks who had cash flowing properties in that B and C asset area, um, most of them did okay, right? Because they may have they may have had some turnover. But if you're renting from, you know, I'm gonna say from five to thousand bucks a month, you should always have a tenant for that, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, if the economy crashes and your current tenant who's paying a thousand dollars a month can't pay it anymore, well, you got to get him out, right? But you should have somebody that can come in and, and fix that. It's not luxury living, right? Um, so I, that's why I focus on that. And yeah, appreciation is um, the cherry on top. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So, you know, in a hot market, I don't know. I, I, I kind of struggle with where we're, where, where we are in the cycle. It's been on a hockey stick for a while, right? It's been going up, up, up. 
uh, at some point in time is going to make a correction. Yeah. Nobody knows that. Nobody knows when that's going to happen. Um, my belief is that uh, as long as Trump is in the White House, at least until we get past this next election cycle, it's going to keep going up or it's going to get flat. It's not going to, it's not going to go down. Right. Uh, love him or hate him. I think he has the ability to make that happen. Uh, if he wants to have the white house for four more years. Right. So, um, we're, this is what July, 2019. Yep. So, you know, there's a year, year and a half really of, I'm going to use quote unquote guaranteed appreciation. If you can get in and get out for things that meet your investor criteria, it's a little bit of a risky play, but I, you know, you could do it. You as being a new investor with your, your focus on yeah, uh, just grabbing more units. It's not for doesn't you. Make, doesn't make sense. That, that's kind of how I left the meeting. It was like yeah. great contact. Would love to learn, you know, and I followed him and I think he's got good content, but it's for me right now. I didn't feel like that was a good play, but yeah. Um, all right. Last question. I promise. Uh, I won't yeah. let you go because I want to respect your time. Uh, finding duplexes, triplexes, quadplexes. Best way to do that. Is it MLS? Is it just having an insider? It, you know, what you finding someone who can get it pre before it goes on the market? What do you think? Best, best way I've found them is you build a relationship with a realtor okay. who's in that area who focuses on that. Don't be afraid to have more than one realtor that you work with. Get on their mailing list, you know, but the best deals that have come my way. So on the duplex that I told we sold, it was an off market deal. Yeah. Um, the realtor I'd worked for, worked with for a while. He, uh, he brought it to me and said, Hey, this guy's had this listed for a while. He's about to take it off the market cause he's not getting action on it. Do you want it? I made what I thought was a low ball offer. He accepted it. <laughs> just yeah. no negotiation. He just accepted it. Um, and then the fourplex that we have, it was also an off market deal that, yeah. uh, a realtor brought to me that I had, uh, I didn't have a relationship with him, but I had a connection because we, we belonged to the both. Uh, we both belonged to the same real estate meetup group. Yeah. Right. So the MLS is great when the, when the market is uh, down, right. Yeah. Cause there's deals to be found. There's a lot more deals to be found there. But if you see something on the MLS, I mean, it's, there's nothing wrong with analyzing it. Yeah. and submit an offer on it but you have to submit an offer on what makes the numbers work for you right not for what they're asking for it right right so, what about i mean okay so you, when you talk about your realtor do you do you say hey you know because i got a couple of people that are just sticking out my mind right now that i know in birmingham's do you say hey here's what i'm looking for or do you just say hey i'm absolutely. looking for duplexes and quadplexes or do you, you come with that you know you're purposeful like i need it to be xyz the more specific yeah. you can get, the more efficient they're going to be with their um, looking. And Got it's it. not a one-time thing, right? Uh, when I first started doing this, I kind of wanted to, I wanted more deals than I could knew what to do with, right? Or at least opportunities. So it was, and it was so weird um, that usually that initial conversation they're going to load up your inbox, right? With mm -hmm. stuff that's usually on the MLS, um, accept it, you know, uh, vet them out, see if you have more for you. But then the key is in the follow-up, right? Where you will reach out to them, say, Hey, just wanted to touch base with you. I haven't talked to you in a while. 
what do you see in the market, man? You found any new small multifamily that I might be interested in. Every time I made that call, triggered them, oh yeah, I was supposed to send you this deal, right? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's about building that relationship, calling them once a week, calling them once a month and having them. But yeah, be specific. Um, you know, the, the realtor that I work with the most, he focuses on one, one or two zip codes where he could serve like six or seven realistically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His experience is in these one or two, right? So anything in those one or two zip codes, he's my go-to guy, right? Got so it. just get very specific and, and don't be afraid to have more than one, but don't ever, don't ever, uh, if a realtor brings you a deal or an opportunity, work with him or her on it, right? Don't take it to another realtor and say, Hey, can you help me close this? Oh yeah, for work, sure. Work with them. So, cause that reciprocal relationship will help you in the long run. They'll you got know, it. Keep in mind. But yeah. Great cool. question. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. Thank you for your help. I, I really appreciate your time. Absolutely. Is that it? Is that it for today? Well, I figured, you know, you, these things are, are 30 minute meetings and I just, I hate going over. It's so it's fine. Yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> man. That's, that's fair. And I do appreciate that. I, I do. I've got an early meeting in the office, so uh, I do need to get things going. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Some, uh, we've had some uh, interesting nights with the, with the kiddos here recently. Yeah. Uh, it's all about parenting. Hey, what happened to Flex back there, man? He looked like he got beat up. Oh uh, man, he's just kind of he kind of rotated. I think my wife moved this brown thing in and piece of jewelry, <laughs> and she turned him towards the corner. I don't know. I guess he's in timeout or something. Maybe so. <laughs> so he's just chilling, man. Uh, all right, man. Well, you have a great day and even better weekend, and I'll talk to you soon. Okay, don't let it go a month before we talk again. All right, we'll do, man. Thank you. All right. See you, buddy. Bye.